Welcome to the Brave Yes CEO Show, a podcast for women founders, CEOs, and small business owners who are ready to take yourself and your business to the next level. I'm your host, Sean Fink, a Brave Yes CEO for nine years and who is committed to offering soulful and strategic business mentoring, well-being and capacity planning, and fierce courage coaching so you can be the strong leader you need to be for your business and your awesome future. I am an anti-hustle, soul-led coach who is here to remind you that before you are a business owner, you are a human being and that you have permission to choose joy and pleasure as you chase your dreams, that you can have a soul-aligned life and business, and that making money is the byproduct of showing up authentically and passionately. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy New Week to you. And I'm very excited. The sun is out and I am actually 25 minutes earlier than I normally am as I record this. So this is good. This is good. (laughs) So today I'm talking about brave work, brave work, and how it is very connected to your capacity, your energy, and your resilience. And so let's just dive in. I mean, I could sit here and explain it all, but the work is going to be here for you to just sit down, take notes, start to really collect your thoughts around this, because what I'm talking about today is the struggle. The struggle is real, and we're going to be really talking about the struggle. So many of you know um, my history um, in my work as a coach, as an online creator, as a writer, as a a women's empowerment um, (laughs) mission, missionary, I guess, um, has long been rooted in well-being. And this is how I built my first business, the Abundant Mama Project. Uh, So well-being work is kind of like, it's the work that I know really, really, really well. Um, And I think it's also the work that most women are getting wrong. So today I'm going to talk about this intersection of doing braver work, being braver as women entrepreneurs, as women creators, as women business owners, CEOs, and our capacity, our well-being, and our resilience. So I'm a believer in radical well-being for CEOs, founders, and entrepreneurs who are doing brave work. So first, what is radical well-being? When I was coaching moms around the world to find more peace and ease in their lives and often to find more joy, really, ultimately, that was always the goal, I often said this, the harder the day you have with your most challenging kiddo, the more radical self-care and well-being you need which is the opposite of how it goes, right? The harder the day with a challenging kid, the less time you actually get for yourself, or I should say, take for yourself. But here's the thing. Radical well-being is radical because it's literally about putting yourself extremely first. Extremely first. 
because you need it. You're holding up a lot. Most of my clients, not all, but most of my clients are not just business owners. They have families and homes and health issues. They don't have a ton of support for themselves. And they do have big, big dreams. Dreams that are often too big for them to take on right now because of their capacity. They are the ones in their own way. So next, before I go more into that, what is brave work? So brave work is the work that we are doing as Brave Yes CEOs. It's the work we're putting out into the world. And it's brave because it goes against everyday norms of our society. It goes against the culture we were born in. It might go against the culture that we're being swallowed up by right now. It sets out to create a new culture, a new identity, a new way of being. It could be an up-leveling or a changing how we do our work, how we show up, how we're challenging the status quo in our industry or in the world, and much, much more. I mean, brave work is, is multifaceted. It's, it's many-layered, but it's often your soul's work. It's what you are meant to do. And it can also be doing the work that you do, but doing it very differently so that it feels more aligned. Either way, it's brave because it's going against the status quo. It's going against the everyday norms. So whatever your brave work is, and maybe for today, it's just being more visible and taking up more space or putting yourself at the center of, your, of the work that you've been hiding behind for so long. You're going to need to have the clarity, the capacity, and the courage to do it. That's the foundation of the Brave Yes coaching model that I work with. And you can listen to that episode a couple of episodes ago about the three C's. But today I'm going to focus on the capacity piece because, first of all, (laughs) if there was out of all three of those, everyone was like, yeah, I need to focus on the capacity. I I saw so many comments and people reached out to me. Yeah, it's the capacity that I need to focus on. I want to do these things, but I'm tired. I want to make this change or I want to up level or I want to pivot, but I'm tired. Which, by the way, is totally fair. It's totally fair. We're all tired. (laughs) We're all tired right now. It's been very tiring several years. With no end in sight. So this is why we must do the work. We must invest in our own capacity. So what does that look like? Oh, here's what it looks like. It is such goodness. It's nurturing. It's supportive. It's when you invest in your capacity, you feel your shoulders just sort of drop away from your ears. It's like, oh, this is what I've needed. In my own life, I have invested in capacity over and over and over. 
my own business over the years. I mean, I'm going into my ninth year. I'll be starting my 10th year as a, as a entrepreneur, a full-time entrepreneur and creator and coach. And so I invested in many other programs, but for me now it's, it's the work that I do because honestly, I am a leader on this. I am a self-leadership and self-trust expert. I'm a well-being and resilience expert. I am the one I have been seeking. And it's hard to find people who do this work well and authentically without telling you that you need to buy a whole bunch of things. The only thing I ever offer is my coaching, which is quite frankly, where the real work begins and takes shape because it's through conversations that we really are able to dig in and find the root, the root, I'm talking about the root cause, (laughs) the root to what's zapping your energy, what's taking your capacity and having those hard conversations that you don't want to admit out loud. So capacity, when we invest in it properly, is mostly, not completely, but mostly an inside job. In fact, let's talk about traditional self-care. Typically, when we think about self-care, quote-unquote self-care, and I'm not talking about self-care today, but, but a lot of times people, women especially, only know capacity from a self-care standpoint. Self-care traditionally is talked about as social time, like ladies' night out or girls' night out or exercise, going to the gym, going places and doing things, baths and bodily care. This is all like, oh, escapism, right? It's escapism. Let me just forget about the problems that I have right now. No, none of that is going to boost your capacity, I'm afraid to tell you. Here's a really great example of this. I started out the year 2022 booking a massage in the middle of a work day on the very first day back to work after the holidays. I was proud of myself for booking this. It was a woman who came into my home. She set up her table. It was a lovely experience, except for the puppy was licking my face through the hole in the pillow. Um, But Otherwise, it was lovely uh, and the massage felt great. And, you know, when she left, I was like, oh, this is so nice. You know, all I have to do is walk the dogs and then I just have to make dinner. And then the kids, you know, I've got the kids to, to get the to their jobs. And, oh, what happened to how good that massage felt? I still had to do all the things. My body might have felt a little tended to, but the mental and emotional labor and even the physical labor that I still had to do in my life didn't go away. That massage was lovely. It did not boost my capacity to do brave work. So Today, I'm going to just highlight three of the themes of the well-being work that I have been doing and do with with my clients. And it's work that I've been talking about for quite a while. Um, And so some of this may be 
not new to those of you who've been listening to my show for a while. Um, but if you're new here because you've been listening and following along because of the Brave Yes CEO, please know that this work is huge to your bottom line. If you want to make money, if you want to get more clients, if you want to have a, a better marketing plan that, that's all about visibility, everything that I'm going to talk about here today is going to only make all of that more vibrant and, and lovely for you. So let's start with resilience because I'm probably most passionate about this as a well-being practice for boosting your capacity. Because when we can, okay, well, let me start here. When we are, we're actually led to believe that we're either resilient or we're not. That's probably most, most of everybody's, you know, it's like, oh yeah, sure. I'm resilient. I've been through a lot. And there, we also are led to believe that we're all resilient, right? This is a common statement. We all are resilient. Of course we are. I and mean, if we make it day to day, we're resilient, right? Like we've made it. The difference is, is that when we are actively resilient, when we are practicing what I call radically unshakable resilience, we are proactively resilient as opposed to passively resilient. And we think also there's sort of this idea that resilience is just a passive thing, right? It just happens. You know, we go through a hard time or adversity and we get through it and oh, voila, we are resilient. Well, that's actually somewhat true, but also not not giving ourselves nearly enough credit um, that A, there were things that we were doing that got us through that adversity. And also there are things absolutely that we can be doing to get us through our next river of adversity and much quicker and much easier and much more joyfully, honestly, because we, when we practice and cultivate unshakable resilience, we are moving through everyday muck and everyday ick with more ease, with more groundedness. So resilience is one of those practices that I offer to my clients. And here's the thing about resilience that I really want to impress upon you today. Resilience dies in isolation. It just dies in isolation. The more isolated, the more solitary you run your day to day life, the more lonely, the more resentful, and the more overwhelmed you will feel. And resilience isn't one of those, you know, you either got it or you don't kind of capacity boosting skills. Because as a business as a CEO and a founder of your business, you are a whole person with a whole life and you need to show up for yourself in every part of your life because it all impacts your business. And same goes for the business to your life. 
So one of the things that I am offering, and I want to steer you over to at some point here while you're listening, is I have written uh, 22 ways to boost your capacity this year in order to do braver work. And so I'm going to just share that, you know, when we're talking about resiliency, the number there, there, there's, I have a model called the strong model on this. And we talk about, and we really focus on knowing and leading from your strengths. We talk about helping you adopt a positive upward spiral in your life. Uh, And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that um, a little bit later. We talk about reaching out and reaching up, but I really want to focus on the reaching up because again, if you, if resilience dies in isolation, reaching up to someone who can hold space for all of your fears, your worries, your stresses, and help you move through them with ease. Such a great strategy to have in your back pocket at all times. Uh, But we also talk about in resilience practices, opening up to new possibilities. Don't you get tired of coming up with all the ideas on your own? Spin cycle sucks. Doing everything the same is boring. Burnout thrives in the same old, same old. And so resilience can be cultivated simply by opening up to new possibilities. And as a manifesting generator on the human design uh, spectrum, I love new ideas. I am filled with ideas. That's why I love coaching so much because then I can give other people my ideas because I don't have time to do them all. I don't have the capacity to do all of my ideas, nor should I be doing all of my ideas. But when you open up to new possibilities, I love in coaching when somebody has this like aha moment because I've asked just the right question to get them thinking differently to get them seeing new possibilities. Obviously, nurturing yourself in mind, body, and spirit is another way to boost your resilience. But also, and I I wanna stress this part of, of my strong model on resiliency, challenging yourself to get better at the things you think you suck at is another way to boost your own resiliency, how to practice unshakable resilience. Imagine if you got just a little bit better at something that you think, oh, I'm just so terrible at this. So again, I'm going to share 22 ways to boost your capacity. I'll put the link in the show notes, but I want to move on to some of the other parts that uh, make up this pathway to boosting your capacity. And that is this idea of nurturing your whole self, your whole well-being. Listen, (laughs) you don't need to just be fit. You don't need to just be thin. You don't need to just eat better. My God, this is not how we boost our capacity and our well-being. Yes, having physical health is definitely a part of well-being. And it is important because if you don't have good health, you're certainly going to be too tired or you're not going to be able to get up and do the things. Physical health is very important. However, there is much more to you. And I can't tell you the number of times I have done my, my, my well-being assessment with clients only to learn that they are awesome in their physical health. 
but lacking in all the other areas. Because physical health is not everything. It is not all of us. There are many other parts to us. And resiliency is boosted when we are nourished in mind, body, and spirit. So if you are looking at your your week and you're planning out self-care and you're thinking, oh, I should just take a walk. Yes, take the walk, but take a gratitude walk because then at least you're working in some spiritual concepts as a, and physical. And this is a, a gratitude walk is something I've been teaching women uh, for, gosh, a decade. And a gratitude walk is simply going out in your neighborhood or maybe in a town near you and just noticing what you're grateful for. Noticing what you're grateful for. Thinking about what you're grateful for. Dedicating a whole walk to taking in everything that you are so immensely thankful for. This boosts your spiritual well-being and your physical well-being all at once. And then, of course, when you boost your physical well-being and your spiritual well-being, that will also boost your emotional well-being. So it's kind of a win-win. I think I think walks can pretty much cure everything as long as they are tied to another method of, of um, well-being, not just walking to walk or to lose weight or to get movement, but walking to reflect, walking to experience all. Um, there's many, many ways to do this. And this is just one of, gosh, my toolbox is overflowing on this, but this is just one simple way that you can really start to nurture your, your whole self. And there are many other ways to do that. And again, uh, over on the blog post, I'll give you a few more ideas under other categories of well-being. Because I really want to focus on this next part of um, your capacity boosting, and that is around your energy. I actually led a group coaching program called the Energy Boost, and I'm going to be bringing that back at some point this year. And the Energy Boost is, first of all, I'm super passionate about energy. I think I'm an energy feeler. Um, I believe in preserving and protecting energy uh, and using it for our greatest good. And and the reason is, is because as, as a creative, as a coach, I want to make sure that I'm showing up 150% for my clients and for the work that I put out into the world. And so energy boosting activities in your work and in your life will ensure that you have that added capacity. The thing is, though, most, most of us, without careful consideration and intentionality, end up getting weighed down by what I call energy zappers. And energy zappers are really good at ruining a good productive day or a week. Energy zappers are those things that, you know, you're floating along, everything seems great, and then boom, you feel so heavy, drained, scattered, overwhelmed, whatever the negative feeling is that you get in your life the most, that is led there by an energy zapper. Learning how to not fall into the extremes of super productive and super downward spiral is a big part of my work. 
with my clients because ebbs and flows are totally natural and normal in business and in life and in creative energy and in, uh, you know, kind of restful periods, seasons, I call them. But full-on crash and burns and extreme toxic productivity are not natural. At least they don't have to be natural, I should say. Let's decondition from all of that. Let's not fall into, oh, I wasn't productive this week or I'm lazy. And let's start to really invest in our energy, preserving it and protecting it and being balanced and grounded and steady and consistent. I want to get to my desk every Monday morning with the same energy level. I want to feel flow. I want to feel balanced. I want to have clarity. I don't want to get to my desk and go, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm too tired. I think I'll go and just lay down. I don't want to get to my desk and go, I'm going to do all the things. I want to steadily make what I call mindful progress. And balancing your energy, boosting and staying within a very good, comfortable range of energy alignment so that you're not falling to the extremes, so that you're definitely not crashing and burning, is a part of our capacity boosting skill set. So again, I'm going to steer you over to my website where I'm giving you 22 ways to boost your capacity this year to do braver work. I've only touched on some of these. They'll give you it will give you more specific concrete examples of how you can boost your capacity. And I just want to encourage you to a Please uh, leave a review for this podcast if you like it. I have been loving seeing uh, new reviews. Um, Reach out if you want to get on a hop on a call and talk about your brave yes goals. What's the brave work you want to do and what's stopping you? Let's hop on a Zoom call. Let's talk about it because sometimes there's things that you're not seeing. And that's what conversations do. They really help to unpack and unlearn some of the things that you're kind of trapped in and that rubble that you're stuck under in your own life, right? We can only see what we can only see. So I want to encourage you to schedule that coaching discovery call with me. We'll talk about the brave work you want to do. We'll talk about your brave yes goals. Hey, if you don't even know what your brave yes goal is, let's talk about that too. Or if you know what it is and you don't know how to get there or you need support getting there, let's talk about that. And then finally, if this show resonates with you, maybe it'll resonate with a friend of yours. Please pass it along, pay it forward. And that is the best, best gift that you can give. So there you have it. Brave work requires capacity, energy, and resilience. We can't do the brave work if we're too tired. We can't do the brave work if we are trapped under energy zapping things that are just weighing us down. We can't do the brave work if we don't have the resiliency to handle the rejection and the adversity that comes from taking up space, from being visible, from challenging the status quo, 
and certainly from doing things very differently. Thank you for listening to the Brave Yes CEO show. It is an honor that you open, you listen, and you show up for me every week. I do not take that lightly. Take good care of yourself. 